Hello. Welcome to 7-Minute Opinions, your audio guide to thought-provoking arguments from a variety of writers and thinkers. I'm David Ferris, and I'm here to tell you that the wildcard game is killing baseball. But there's hope. Earlier this season, I watched the Texas Rangers and Oakland Athletics play a listless game of ball. It should have been a mildly interesting contest between a playoff contender and an also-ran that somehow devolved into a languid slugfest. Both teams trotted out middling starting pitchers with earned run averages over five. The only real excitement came from learning the players' nicknames during Players' Weekend. Ridiculously, the Rangers were in the race. Back in August, they were just three games shy of a playoff spot, with a month of baseball to go. But they didn't seem to be acting like it. In fact, just weeks earlier, they traded ace pitcher Hugh Darvish to the Los Angeles Dodgers for scraps. All in, they were not. Later, after a brutal sweep by Oakland, the Rangers saw their playoff hopes disappear. This year, if you couldn't feel the excitement around baseball's second wildcard spot, you were not alone. Teams were so desperate for this coveted playoff slot that many of the main contenders were actively shedding important players from their teams prior to the July 31st trade deadline. Fans were so stoked about the possibility that half the teams fighting it out were in the bottom half of the league's attendance figures. Something is seriously broken in baseball. Salvador Perez, the 2-2, popped up. Since baseball went to the two-wildcard system in 2012, only one team has gone from the worst position in the playoffs to a World Series victory, the 2014 Giants. And that's because the two wildcard teams must face off in a do-or-die one-game playoff. It's a format almost uniquely ill-suited to Major League Baseball. More often, teams have correctly assessed the likelihood of moving past that game and decided that they'd be better off husbanding their resources for another day. Let's take a look at some of the moves made by teams this season. Earlier, the Minnesota Twins traded the team's closer, Brandon Kinsler, to the Washington Nationals for starting pitcher Jamie Garcia. Then... They turned around and flipped Garcia to the Yankees, the very team that killed them 8-4 in the American League wildcard game this October. Honestly, the loss may have been a relief to fans who didn't seem any more jazzed about Minnesota's playoff run than their overlords. The Twins ranked just 23rd in baseball on average attendance. But the Twins weren't the only team not to care about their playoff chances. The Kansas City Royals, Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays, Texas Rangers, and Baltimore Orioles were all floating around the wildcard waterline like a diseased fish, and yet none of them made a substantial investment in talent to win this year. The story wasn't much different in the National League. The Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies were prohibitive favorites to land the wildcard slots, which they both did. And the Diamondbacks sent the Rockies packing 11-8. But it just as easily could have been two other teams— the Brewers, Cardinals, Marlins, and Pirates were all chasing the Rockies for that second spot. And yet, none of those teams pulled the trigger on moves that might have improved their clubs. The Marlins, in fact, also sold their closer to a contender and reportedly shopped other significant assets while the Pirates dealt away late-inning reliever Tony Watson. And while the Cardinals and Rockies were drawing well, the other teams ranked near the bottom. So, why is this? Baseball is a very long and very grueling season. It takes 162 games to figure out which teams are for real and which teams aren't. In contrast to basketball or football, even the very best baseball teams lose about one out of every three games. Even stretches as long as 20 games don't necessarily mean anything. Remember that last year, the 103-win World Series champion Chicago Cubs went 5-15 and during one period in June and July. Clearly, 
a one-game playoff is a uniquely unattractive prize to fight over. Even if your team is favored, the contest is probably little better than a coin flip. In fact, ever since the wildcard era began in 1995, it has been extremely rare for each league's best team to make it to the World Series. This is why many analysts think the entire baseball playoff system is like functionally random. A 100-win team is simply not that big a favorite over an 88-win team, even in a 5- or 7-game series, simply because it takes many more games for randomness and luck to be overcome by advantages in talent and management. But all is not lost. Baseball can restore excitement and fairness to its wildcard system. Honestly, it's something the league should have done long ago. They should reduce the regular season from 162 games to 154 games, as it used to be, and turn the wildcard game into at least a three-game series. Implementing both changes at once would allow the league to add eight desperately needed off days for teams that are forced to manipulate their 10-day disabled list to give their weary players a break from the incredible grind of baseball. In the past, owners may have been reluctant to shorten the season, since every game is an opportunity to increase revenues. And with baseball swimming in an almost biblical ocean of cable TV dollars, the time to take that revenue hit is now. A longer wildcard fight would also remove the indignity of what happened in 2015, when a magnificent 98-win Pittsburgh Pirates team was dispatched in the wildcard game by the Chicago Cubs. Look, if you win 98 games, you should get more than a single playoff game to prove that you belong in the dance. Listen, some baseball games may just be listless slugfests. But if baseball doesn't make changes to its playoff system, it's consigning fans to a long succession of playoff races between teams that don't believe in themselves or the payoff. The league should take a page from Bull Durham and fashion its first playoff series after the beliefs of the heart that Crash Davis waxed so eloquently about. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. Three. That's the magic number. And of course, the series should be played as far away from AstroTurf as possible. And that does it for this episode of 7-Minute Opinions. Look out for new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And as a thank you for listening to this episode, The Week would like to offer you four risk-free issues of the magazine. To get those, visit theweek.com slash for free. I'm David Ferris, and thanks so much for listening. (laughs) 